Good morning, good morning. So glad you're out today. What beautiful weather for another outside service. Uh, I do know that uh, reading all the things that have went on and transpired this week concerning church services, we're grateful for the opportunity to worship God in a way that we see fit and the religious freedom that we have in our country. We're grateful for that. Um, we will uh, open up the church sometime in the near future. Uh, we're weigh weighing those decisions and uh, taking all the precautions that we need to and to account for everything that I believe that God wants us to do to use wisdom. And uh, hopefully soon, I can't wait till the day that we can walk back through the doors. But it is a beautiful day outside, so why not be outside today in this kind of weather anyway? Uh, we will, uh, as soon as they give us the ability to be able to do that and allow and open up other avenues, I would like to have a point in time where that we could socially distance outside of our vehicles even and bring your chairs, lawn chairs, one of these weekends where it's real nice and warm and uh, actually have an outside service anyway and uh, take advantage of the weather that we have. We're so grateful uh, to God to give us this kind of weather. We have had a few of them where we uh, dealt with the rain a little bit on Easter and uh, Leslie and the praise team powered through that anyway and uh, how awesome is that that they just kept right on going and never even blinked and and had a uh, the ability just to keep on going and but today is Mother's Day and we're so grateful as a church for all the mothers of the Bridge Church and all the mothers in our community and our nation and throughout the world and we're just grateful for all the mothers out there today and we do wish you the very best Mother's Day possible and we're just glad that uh, this is a day that the Lord has made and we'll rejoice and be glad in it, amen. We will we'll be glad because we're able to meet here together and just love God and love people. And as I was thinking through this Go 2020 message series that we're in and how that we need to look at these events, especially Mother Day, Mother's Day as we're here and take account into that. And I, I thought about this message and um, the title of the message is, How Far Would Mom Go? So if we're going to talk about going, I want to think about how far would mom go? And as I thought through that topic and that title, I found a verse in Luke chapter 1 that I want to read. And Luke chapter 1, verse 46, it says, Mary responded. She was speaking to Elizabeth, who was another aunt of hers that uh, was pregnant with a child and Mary responded to what Elizabeth had just told her. This is in Luke chapter 1, verse 46. It says, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. This Mary is Jesus' mother. And think about the joy that she had in her heart knowing that the Holy Spirit had just spoke to her just a few verses earlier and told her that she was going to conceive a son and talked to her about what that son would do. And she went to meet her aunt, and the baby inside of her aunt's womb leaped at that moment when Mary came in the room. And it was a confirmation to both of them about the things that God was about to do in their day, in their generation and through their kids. So the mothers out there today, I want you to know that 
as God has given you children, that you, it says in the scripture, Old Testament, that we should rise up and call you blessed. That you are blessed to have a child and the blessing that you are because you will be a blessing to your children. And as Mary knew this, she responded with that, that how that her spirit rejoiced in God her Savior. And I'm asking the mothers out there today, how many of you rejoices that the God your Savior, the God of heaven that we know today, gave you the ability to bear that child and how much joy that child has brought you, even though, yeah, you're locked up and cooped up in a car with them right now. And sure, you're dealing with a few issues there as they're wanting more candy and, and needing a juice and needing this and needing that. Yes, sometimes they get on your last nerve. And sometimes you do truly want to find a way to get away. But as a mother, you know that you're uh, given that responsibility as a mother from God to take care of that child. And Mary knew this. And she had witnessed other mothers around her that lived their life and lived a life to be a blessing to their kids. And she knew the responsibility that she was about to bear in having this son named Jesus. And she knew that she would be called blessed because of him being the Messiah, that the remainder of the time of this planet called Earth, that this man, her son named Jesus, was going to be the redemption. He was going to be the savior of the world. And she knew that people would call her blessed because of what he was going to be capable of doing. And sometimes you may look at your children and think, I don't know, I don't know, God, what they're going to be able to do. I don't know the plans you have for them. But this thing I do know, that you can pray for them, that you can begin to call them blessed and speak over their life and pray over them and encourage them and strengthen them. So as mothers on this Mother's Day, I encourage you to do that. Be a blessing to your child and speak blessings over them. So Mary, living that life and just so grateful that as this opportunity was given to her that she looked for those as a blessing from God. And I'm getting to think through the Bible as a whole and think about these mothers that were out there and listed in the Bible. And there's so many. And I, I, you can't talk about all of them on Mother's Day. We would be here the rest of the day and still wouldn't get through all the mothers in the Scripture. But I can't go through Mother's Day without mentioning the first mother. This lady called Eve. And we know the story in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, how that God had created man and he saw that man was not good by himself. And he created Eve to be there beside of him. And he created Eve. And then Adam and Eve, whenever the sin happened and all the things that went wrong and how sometimes life isn't fair that we know it today, and we may look and say, well, I don't have as good a life as them or I may not have the blessings that they're having and we shouldn't compare ourselves one to another, Scripture teaches. But Adam knew Eve and it said he knew her and when he knew her and then she conceived and she bore this child and she said, I've, I've seen this man child. And can you imagine the blessing as Eve gave birth to the first child ever on this planet called Earth? that the other two had been created by God's hand himself. But here she knew that she took part in this and how that she was giving this man-child a new life on this earth and a blessing that she knew it was. But Eve's life was like the rest of our lives. That she was perplexed, that she had troubles. That life that we live, the life that we live here on this earth it's not heaven. 
This place is not heaven. We need to pray, yeah, that heaven is on earth as it is in heaven. We need to pray that. That's the Lord's prayer. But guess what? This is not heaven. So as, as God is giving Eve the ability here, and sure she's living life, and she's thinking about the joy that she has, and, and she has these kids, and then she has Cain, and then she has Abel, and how she thinks about the blessing that these two sons are to her. And it turns out that one of them was jealous of the other. One of them didn't like the other because he thought he was more favored than him. And this son of hers... Named Cain, named Cain, kills her other son named Abel. And as I think through that story of how much heartache Eve must have felt, of how much pain was there by knowing that she had lost a son too early, that it wasn't natural causes, but it was the causes of evil on this earth. It wasn't an accident. One of her sons killed her other son. And how much pain and grief this much have caused her. And how that God come down and caused Cain to be run out of that society. And how that she had lost so much. And as I thought through that and, and, and thinking about that, I, I know there's two people that comes to mind, to my heart, that weighs heavy on my heart that I think about often of concerning mothers that have lost someone. One of my friends in high school was killed in a car wreck here on the AA Highway. Never, I'll never forget that bus ride home that day finding out that my friend Kevin, Kevin Kegley had passed away in a tragic auto accident right down here just a, less than a mile from here. And I know his mother, and I've sat and talked to her, and I've watched and witnessed the grief in her heart how that she lost her son. And how much pain and anguish is there. And I've witnessed her give her life and, and, and totally, totally and wholly complete, complete her life by giving it to Jesus. And how that she deals with this issue that she goes through on a daily basis. And I watch her post on Facebook annually how that she misses her son. And during Mother's Day, I think about her, and I think about the anguish that she's feeling today, and I pray for comfort for her, and I pray the Holy Spirit would go and minister to her and give her a confidence in knowing that her son is there in heaven, that she can meet with him someday. And I encourage you to pray for her. I encourage you to lift her up, to be the blessing you can be this week and this day and praying for others. Another is Sister Debbie Dummett. Her friend Joey, my best friend through school, Matt Dummett, he, his little brother was killed in an automobile accident down on the Dubway Highway too. And I witnessed how that Debbie deals with this and the pain that weighs on her heart. And there's, these are just two that I, I think of. But there's multitudes out there and you, you people in the parking lot and you people watching online and, and those sitting around and listening, you know people that have lost someone like that. I thank God for people that step out even in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of loss, in the midst of going through painful things. Megan Kate sitting here in the parking lot today. She started the Raylan Project because she wanted to be a blessing. To be there for people that needs people during times of loss. 
Amen. God can use even painful and hurtful things to cause us to open our eyes to see and be there and be the ability to step up and step in that place and be an encourager. Even in the midst of tribulation, even in the midst of persecution, in the midst of trials, we can be a blessing. You mothers out there, I encourage you today to be that blessing to those neighbors around you. Be that blessing and encourage and lift up and support those organizations like the Raylan Project. Do the things you know to do. Do the things God asks you to do. Be a blessing to somebody. And mothers, you know you can do this. You know that you can, you've got the ability and the capability to be that blessing. I encourage you to do that. Eve had another son, and his name was Seth. And the lineage we know and study about through Genesis, we see that the lineage goes on, that other children are born. And we can trace that down. And we can see generations deep of kids bearing kids, bearing grandkids, bearing kids, that goes on and on and on. And what a blessing it must have been for Eve to see her generations come and more and more and grandkids and great-grandkids. Can you imagine the joy that brought to her heart thinking, yes, I've got a few kids of my own, but I've got a multitude of kids now because all of my children are having children. But that pain is real. And that anguish is real. And as a church, I encourage us to step up to the plate. All kinds of leadership books and different things that I've read, it talks about if you see a need, fill it. And if you don't know what to do, find a need and fill that need. There's people out there that need help. There's people out there during this situation that we're facing right now that needs help. And the people that should be helping is the church. The church of Jesus Christ, he's given you the resources he's given you to be a blessing to others. Sure, yesterday my mom posted a picture about me. I got on Face, whatever it's called, FaceTime and Messenger or something. I don't know what it is. It's on Facebook. The older I'm getting, I'm becoming more like Pastor Wells. I'm losing track. But I got on that phone and I stayed on there with her forever. And sure, I did have to listen to a lot more than I talked. But I thank God that I had the ability to do that. And as I was listening to her, she was talking about her mother, my grandmother, Frances, that you all know. Of how that mama was a blessing to her. And even during the midst of divorce and times of separation that my mom lived through, she ended up from growing up in a city to being up ahead of a holler in eastern Kentucky. And she was scared. She didn't know what to do. She was afraid of the things around about her. But she talked about the blessing that my grandma was. That my grandma didn't even have a car, but she would get up and walk to the end of the holler and get a ride to the shoe factory to make enough money to come back home. And how that my grandma sacrificed day in and day out, even during bad situations. And how that they didn't even have enough money and they didn't even have Christmas ornaments. But my grandma made Christmas ornaments out of nothing. That's what mothers do. They encourage. They make the best out of any situation. And even when she didn't have the money, she scraped the bed together as much as she could and she went and bought my mom this thing that she wanted that all the rest of the girls in high school had. 
sometimes those kids that are left out, that we can look throughout our community and see them, that they don't have as much as we have. It's the church's responsibility to step up. It's the people of God's responsibility to be the blessing of God to those people's lives. I encourage you. I strengthen you. By the Spirit of God, I ask you and I implore you to go and do the things God's called you to do. Find the place to be a blessing. See a need and meet it. I'm telling you, God's grace will come over you and His mercy will come over you and you will know the joy of God that is our strength that it talks about in Scripture. Joy comes when you bless others. It blessed God when He blessed you with the, with the blood of His Son. He knows you're a blessing. And my grandmother did that. She was a blessing. Even though it was hard. Even though it was sacrifice. Even though it seemed like it's not possible. With God, all things are possible. All things are possible. And I encourage you today, mothers, to be like my grandmother. Is she perfect? No. Is she the perfect example to follow? No. But is she a godly woman? Yes. I love it that Aunt Mary talks about how that whenever sometimes she's sick and don't know how to pray and calls for others to pray that she's called my grandma. And my grandma would pray for her and she would instantly be healed. Why? Because she knows my grandmother's prayers work. She knows they reach heaven. So I implore you grandmothers. I implore you moms. Pray for your children. It works, I promise you. And sometimes you may not see it in an instant. You may not know it and they might not respond back to tell you. But I'm here to tell you today, God hears the prayers of His people. The Bible says, says that they're like tears and they're bottled up in heaven and God's containing those for you. Your prayers work. Keep doing those things. Can you imagine Eve's prayers that she prayed for her kids? And sure, Cain may not have been a godly example and maybe Cain wasn't the perfect kid that she dreamed of him being. But I guarantee you this, that she prayed for him. All the people the Old Testament you read through and people that like them. And Adam and Eve, they got to walk with God in the cool of the garden. She knew how to communicate with God. That's what prayer is. She had talked with God. He would come down and walk with them. She knew that. And she communicated with God. I'm asking you to do that today. If you want to be like Eve, talk to God about your kids they're not perfect pray makes them perfect because there's only one way they'll ever become perfection in God that is if they give their life to Jesus Christ it is if they turn over their life and surrender their self and say I'm tired of living for my own and I'm ready to do what mom's doing I thank God I've got a godly mom I thank God that I've got a praying mom I thank God that I've got spiritual mothers like sister Betty that prays for me daily I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt Sister Gartha was a blessing to my life when she planted this church and years later after I got saved and I, I would come to her and I would spend hours and just listen to her and, and sit and let her minister to me. She was such an encourager to me. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for those spiritual mothers that I could have had. And that's my next topic that I want to talk about. In Romans chapter 16 verse 13. This is New American Standard Version that I'm reading from. It says, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord. This is the Apostle Paul writing to the Roman church. He said, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, 
and also his mother who has been a mother to me as well. As I read that verse, I think through how that there's mothers out there that mother children that are not their own. That there's foster moms out there that's raising kids that they didn't bear themselves, but they step up to the plate and they're a blessing to others and they encourage others and they take these kids under their wings. And you can see that happen. And sure, you can go in the animal world and you, you can place different kind of eggs under a different animal. And, and whenever that animal comes out and it, maybe it's a little chicken and you lay, lay that egg under uh, uh, maybe a duck and that duck will raise up that other animal. It may not look like it. It may not smell like it. It may not talk like it. But all of a sudden, as that animal begins to grow, you will see it mimic. You will see it follow the patterns of that mothering feature of that one that's taking care of it. We've seen that happen, and you know the videos that are out there, how that if a cat is raised by a dog, it'll act like a dog. And I'm telling you foster moms, there may be seasons that you feel like you're not making a difference. And I'm going to stand up here today, and I'm telling you, you're making a difference. You're making a difference in those kids' lives. And I encourage you to continue the fight, to keep chasing after God, to keep doing those things. But it's not only foster parents. Sometimes maybe there's a divorce happen. Maybe you're a stepmom, they call them, to that child. Don't think that you're lesser. You're of value to the kingdom of God and be the blessing to that child. And as God has made a way and gave you a child that wasn't your own, I encourage you today to be a blessing to that child, to encourage, to strengthen, to pray for, to build up. And as a people of God, imagine what if the godly people of this world, what if we as citizens of this heaven that we know we're going to partake of someday, but we're agents of change here on this earth. What if we would parent these kids that are left out by society? What if we would parent these kids that don't have anybody looking up for them? There's kids out there today, you know them, and you teachers that are in here today and they're watching. I encourage you to be that motherly figure. figure be that fatherly figure in those kids' life. Stand up for them. We shouldn't be the ones tearing down. We should be the ones building. We should be the ones blessing. We shouldn't be the ones cursing. So I encourage you to be that. And I don't even list this lady's name, but Paul, the Apostle Paul, the man that was going and planting churches all over the earth at that time, was going and being a blessing. But he looked back to this guy named Rufus and he named him. And he said, tell his mom hi for me because she's a spiritual mom to me. She may not even have known the impact she had on Paul's life. But can you imagine her sitting in the church service there at that church at Rome and them coming and excited and saying, Wow, Paul has wrote us a letter. Let's read it out loud. And this church began to read this letter. And can you imagine this dear elderly saint that had this son sitting there in the crowd that day? I'm just imagining this, her sitting there. And them talking about, man, Paul wrote us a letter. How awesome is this? What if we looked at the Word of God with anticipation the way they did? What if we looked at it as a blessing it could be to our life the way they did? And her sitting there 
and knowing that she had raised his son named Rufus and, and listening to these words being read off these pages and Paul talking about the struggles that he had. He says in Romans, I think it's chapter 7, Oh, wretched man that I am. I want to do what's right, but I always do what's wrong. And he talks about how in Romans chapter 8, Leslie's favorite verse. Wow, as they're hearing these verses read, I can imagine they're just awestruck. And then when they get down there in chapter 13 and they begin to read through, and she hears her son's name mentioned, and she hears these words that say, the Apostle Paul is saying to you, dear sister, hi, and thank you for being a blessing to me. Who are you telling howdy to? Who are you sending words of encouragement to? Who are you telling thank you? Come on, young men. Who are you calling out to do today to thank them for being spiritual mothers in your life? The kingdom of heaven is full of spiritual mothers. Sister Gartha has been watching, and I thank you, Sister Gartha, for pouring into my life. Sister Debbie down in Maysville, she was a blessing to me. And sometimes when I didn't act the way I ought to act as a Christian, they would call me out on it. They didn't tell me to leave the kingdom of God. They blessed me through those situations. They encouraged me through them. They strengthened me through them. And I'm asking you today to call those people that have spoken into your life, to call those spiritual mothers that you have, and to tell them thank you. Maybe it's some elderly woman that never really did much, and maybe they just never really said much in the open, but you know behind the scenes that they was that dear old saint. Maybe they had blue hair, and yeah, they just took you in a little Sunday school room of a church somewhere. But you know today that you wouldn't be the person you are if they hadn't lived that godly life in front of you and be that model that you could live after. I'm encouraging you today. Thank God for those that have blessed you. To call them. To encourage them. Maybe they're on the receiving end now. The nursing home is full of them down there. Dear old saints. They fought the good fight. And they're like the Apostle Paul, and they know that it's coming near the end. And I can guarantee you this. And we maybe look for that, look at them with sorrow and with pity and thinking, wow, in the situation they're living in. But I've been around enough of that type of generation of people. I can tell you this. I bet you there's a lot of prayers coming up through those ceilings. <laughs> Amen. I bet you there's a lot of prayers that God is hearing coming out of those old saints' mouth down there that's thanking God even they're in the midst of a trial. This is the generation that lived through things like World War II and the Korean War and the Vietnam War. They've, they've witnessed some tribulations in their life. They've been through pandemics before. They've seen polio and all these different things that happened, and they've lived through those things, and they know with God they can get through them. And they're praying for us probably more than we're praying for them. We need to thank God for them. Amen. We need to thank God that they're down there and their prayers are being answered by a heavenly Father that hears them in heaven. They're not abandoned. They're highly favored of God. They're like Mary said here in this verse. I will be called blessed. Why? Because I'm a mother. Amen. I know they're blessed. And I thank God for them. I'm asking you to appreciate them too. 
How far would a mother go? How far will they go? To answer that question, I believe they'll go to the ends of the earth. Amen. I believe they will chase you down. I believe they'll hunt you at 2 o'clock in the morning. I can tell you a story right now. One time when I was in high school, I was an absolute hoodlum. I didn't listen to my parents and I didn't obey and I done everything I wasn't supposed to do. I didn't care about what they thought. I didn't care about what they said. I was rebellious. And one time, I took off on a big loafing spree. I never even told them where I was going. And I went out loafing with some of my friends. And we got back real late at night to his house over here on Rock Run. I said, I'll just, I'll just stay all night here. I didn't, even, I didn't even consider them enough to call them and tell them where I was at. I just did my own thing. And I'll never forget, I was, I was perfectly, I just went to sleep. I was doing just fine. But my mama, how far will she go? She'll go as far as making my dad mad and getting him out in the middle of the night, and he don't sleep very good anyway. And she got him up, and she said, hey, get out of bed. We're going to go hunt for Ben. And they drove all over Lewis County looking for me. Spent the whole night, and Dad having to stop, and Mom looking over guardrails and wondering where's her son. The son that didn't even care enough to tell her where he's at. She hunted me down. When I wasn't worth hunting. Because she saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. It was the next morning, it was daylight. And they come pulling up in front of that driveway. They seen the car sitting there. I'll never forget Dean Thurman coming in and wake me up. He said, you better get downstairs. You better get out front. Your mom and dad's out there. At that moment, fear set in. I was like, oh, no, they found me. And I walked down those steps, and walked through that door. I walked outside, and I thought, man, this could be the end. They're going to kill me. And I looked through that window, and Mom didn't say anything. And here's what my dad said. You're late for breakfast, ain't you? I said, yeah. He said, well, you better get home. And that drive home, I thought I'd be murdered. I thought they'd have to come and rescue me or something. But I got home and they never said a word. They didn't beat me. And their silence is what hurt the most. 
It taught me the pain that I'd inflicted upon them. And I don't know how many rebellious people are sitting here or listening. You need to call your mom. And you need to thank her for putting up with your ignorance. You need to call her and encourage her and say, thank you for putting up for me, with me when I wasn't worth putting up with. And in this story, how far would mom go? This young lady named Mary that we spoke about here in Luke chapter 1, how far will she go with her son? And we go all the way through the gospel and we get to the end of the gospels and we know that Jesus goes and Mary's falling right behind him as he's carrying this cross up the side of this hill. And he's paying a price for sin that wasn't his sin. He was bearing a load that was not his load. And his mother right behind him. Can you imagine the anguish that she felt seeing her son being crucified? And dying a martyr's death for all of humanity. How far will she go? She stayed right there with him, even to the last breath. If you're wondering how far your mom's going to chase you down, how much she's going to worry about you, I'm here to tell you today that she's going to go a long way. (laughs) She's going to go with you all the way to the end. And as Jesus is hanging on that cross and he's sitting there and he knows he's getting ready to breathe his last breath and he's within a few moments of not making it and leaving this life behind, he looks down and he sees his mother sitting there and he tells her, Behold, mother, thy son, that wasn't really her son. It was his, his disciple named John that hung out with him. He said, Behold, mother, your son. That's John. And John, guess what? Behold your mother. Mary, that's your mom, even though she's not your mom. Jesus left his mother in the hands of his beloved friend, John. How far would he go for her? That's his last will. That's his last thing that he left here on this earth, was caring about who's going to take care of mom. If you have your mother and she's still living, some of you may have a mom that wasn't a perfect mom. I'm telling you, set all that aside. Put all that aside and thank God that she brought you into this earth and begin to rise up and call her blessed and begin to speak over her life. Begin to encourage her and pay her back for all the things she's done for you. And I'm asking you today as a congregation to be a blessing to the mothers out there in our community, in our world. Take today and speak to them, encourage them, bless them. Proverbs chapter 31 lists out in a whole chapter about the things about a mother and about a godly mom. And if you want to read something to know what the Bible says about a mom, go read that, a virtuous woman. 
and begin to speak that over, over your mother. Begin to speak that over your spiritual moms. Begin to speak that over your stepmom or your foster mom or any mom that you have in your life. And be a blessing to somebody this week. Abraham Lincoln, this is the last thing. Here's a quote from Abraham Lincoln that I found. It says, all that I am or ever hope to be, I owe all to my angel mother. This great president that had achieved a lot in this life and overcome a lot of obstacles. Abraham Lincoln's life, you can study through his life and see all the different trials and tribulations and everything he dealt with. He said, all that I am, or all that I'll ever be, I owe it all to my angel mother. Mom, I love you. Spiritual moms, I love you. Moms of Bridge Church, I love you. I thank God for you. And I encourage you to be all that you're called to be in the kingdom of God. I want us all to end with this thought. The reason God gives us godly mothers is for us to see example to know how to live our life. I want us all to just bow our head and close our eyes, and I want us to think about this thought. How far will I go for others? So in this message of Go 2020, not only how far did my mom go for me, but how far will I go for others? So I ask you to bow your head and close your eyes if you will. I want everybody here to just very simply pray. Holy Spirit, what are you saying today to me through this message? Only God himself truly knows you to the innermost parts of your being. He knows you completely down on the inside of your soul. He looks at your spiritual man and he knows your condition. And he knows the state you're in and he knows how to speak to you. And as the Holy Spirit begins to speak, and as we go about our lives, sure it's changed right now in a little ways and it's a different life that we're living than we even lived a month or two months ago as you're going are you doing what he's called you to do are you living the life he asked you to live if you know that you know that you know right now that if you were to leave this earth that you're not right with God I ask you and I encourage you today to pray and ask your heavenly father for forgiveness of your sins 
confess to him your faults and ask him to come and live on the inside of you and to change you from the inside out. Maybe you've drifted too far from him and you know that, yeah, I'm a Christian and I know I'm a Christian and I know I'll go to heaven and I know eternity is going to be my home. But I'm doing what I want to do and I'm not going the way he asked me to go. And I need strength. I, pr I ask you today to please pray. for that strength and encouragement from God to go and do the things you're called to do. I want everybody here to just pray with me. Everybody say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I'm asking you to forgive me for my rebellion, for my sin, my faults I'm asking you to live on the inside of me and help me to go the way you've called me to go and help me to live the way you've asked me to live and allow me to bless others the way that you would in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen.